What up, podcast? Thanks again for giving us a listen. Today's episode features someone who's been prolific in the Winnipeg food scene. Good banter, great advice. As always, be sure to share this podcast to all your friends on social media. That means a lot to us. And if you have any questions or ideas on who to put on next, let us know through DMs or send us an email. Enjoy. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in again to the podcast. And today we've got a special guest and somebody that's been very big into the local scene in terms of her work. Um, so I'll have you introduce yourself. Tell us who you are and something a little bit of what you do. Sure. My name is Valet Pinasuk. I am, my foodie handle is Valet Fortune Cookie. And I currently consider myself as a foodie influencer as well a digital marketer that I help restaurants within the city rebrand themselves and reach the right audience. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for coming in. And uh, it's, it's just sort of out of nowhere that I figured like, hey, I should reach out to other people and, you know, different sorts of uh, work, different sorts of creatives because I've been reaching out to things like designers, photographers, and now it's somebody who's a so food So you're supporting local. Yeah, um, exactly. Okay. That's essentially what this, the reason for this is to bring as many um, local creatives out there and kind nice. of build that community because it's hard to kind of, who do you talk to and um, how do you kind of build that network and make friends essentially, right? Yes, exactly. So yeah. are you talking about within the social media game or just yeah, in general? Yeah, within, within the social media. Cause I feel like if you don't know, if you're not in, it's hard to kind of figure out where or who to first talk to or how do you kind of get your footing right well every day is all like within this game is always changing right so you mm-hmm. it's, you're always learning something new but right. the first thing is you got to focus on is what you want to offer mm-hmm. to the community for sure what is your service what is your um, end goal yeah and then when you when you finally have that that's where you reach the right mm-hmm. community the right clientele yeah. the right um you know potential audience mm-hmm. your viewers right absolutely so if you don't know that, then you're going to be pretty much bouncing everywhere, and that's going to be hard for you in the end. Yeah. So then tell us more um, the origin story, kind of how you got started into what you're doing now, and what sort of drove you to starting to be more focused on the influencer game. And sure. Yeah. Well, my my of course my niche is food. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been cooking since I was 13. Uh, I've always had a passion for food, so I was always like, hey, what can I do as, as career per, as a career um, path. Um, after that, as soon as I got older, I had my first child and of course I was like, Hey, I gotta be something, somebody for her. Right. Yeah. So you always have that, um, role model in your head. So what, what I went to done is I've always wanted to open a restaurant, but a restaurant's so expensive, but I wanted to do it right. So what I've done is I've, uh, went to culinary school, completed the Red River College here in Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. And after I graduated from that, I opened a food truck. And my food truck was called Belay Spice Box. I had that for three years. Um, for three, actually three seasons. Not, we're not open in the winter. But yeah. for three seasons. And then we sold it because my kids wanted me back. Yeah. Because, you know, they had, we were busy through the festivals during the summertime. Mm-hmm. And during that time is when my kids have their summers off. And they didn't want to stay at their Nana and Papa's for all summer. For sure. So, so that's when I sold it. And then... I was like, okay, well, I invested all this money into school and I love food. What am I going to do? Mm-hmm. How am I going to promote it? Right. So I got into food blogging, went to school for digital marketing because I'm all, I, I believe getting the right trade, learning, getting the right experience, going back to school, getting the right degree. Right. Mm-hmm. So that was really important to me. So I went to school for digital marketing and that's how I was going to use my digital um, experience with my food. So that's yeah. how I became. Or that's how I started my food blogging and 
got into the influence game because mm-hmm. it's really hot right now. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's what seems to be um, sticking to the wall, right? And yes. you might as well just lean into your interest, which is food. Right. And I think restaurants really appreciate that, that we're um, going out there promoting their um, amazing, f- fantastic food. So mm-hmm. I think, and they, I think they do see the results at the end yeah. of how much food is impacting our city now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's good that people are starting to kind of recognize that, you know, you kind of have to have that content to promote yourself. You know, it's hard to just kind of open something and let people come to you, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Interesting. And there's lots of benefits to that so yeah i didn't know you started you had your own food truck that's actually so cool i did yes yeah. i had my own food truck <laughs> yeah talk to us a bit about that like just well it was you know, called the spice box um i was in folk fest manifest like all the big super yeah. spike i was in all those big events and um it was an asian fusion so i had like burgers and i made my own potato chips and i had lunch specials yeah. you know drinks and stuff like that so i brought more of the western mm-hmm. Canadian food mixed with like all other kind of Asian foods like yeah. Vietnamese, Laos, Thai, mm-hmm. Korean, you know, mixed it all together. It's awesome, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. It was actually really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I still I don't know why I never never Really? Yeah, no. Mm. Yeah. I still have people inboxing me and asking if I'm ever gonna open a restaurant. Mm-hmm. So it's funny. <laughs> you never know, right? But right now I'm focusing on just working with um brands and Yeah. Yeah, talk to us about that. How is that? Um I guess starting out as a food blogger kind of how that transition went into more on the influencer side of things and yeah well what i've like i've done a lot of food tastings within the restaurants and of course getting to know with a lot of communities which takes a lot of of your time so when i'm busy doing food photography for restaurants and going to all these tastings there's no balance so i lack on my own content Mm -hmm. so that's what i'm going to be focusing on more is shying away from the tastings and uh, limiting myself to work like paid work (laughs) not freemies yeah so that's super important like i think i've done enough freemies um to build my portfolio and um, also build my credibility within the restaurant industry so now i can actually pick and choose who i want to work with Mm -hmm. which is i think great and then as well build my own content so I want to be able to start vlogging and talk about recommendations in the restaurant and my experience in the restaurant itself or any anywhere I go. Mm-hmm. Talk about behind the scene, where I buy my props, where I buy my uh, food styling tools, yeah. things like that. Yeah, for sure. Speaking of buying things, uh, was there anything that you bought within like the last six months that you would say like this was a game changer for you? Well, I, I bought a lot of things in six months. I bought a lot of camera gear yeah. and it's just sitting there collecting dust. Oh, and again, no. that's because... I'm focusing on branding other people where I'm not branding myself, right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm trying to utilize the time proper mm-hmm. now. Yeah. So I'm hoping to be able to start eating. Yeah, because I bought a drone as well. So I want to nice. start using that and putting that into my storytelling in the, my food journals. Mm-hmm. So, but you, you have to go out there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because I've tried using it and I swear the drone flew back right at me. I was like, I'm doing something wrong here. Yeah. So, but those are things. And if you ever want to improve your skills, you have to go out there and get it, right? Mm-hmm. Learn. Work yeah. with people. For work sure. with people who you believe that are can be mentoring you. Yeah. Those that's those are huge. Even mm-hmm. if you pay for it, it's worth it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, that's it's always so hard when you're starting out, I think, that like kind of getting that um I guess credibility. Um I guess that's kind of why you've started out doing freemiums and yeah that sort of thing well right? and like, not only that is because i come from the culinary background so i know quite a bit of restaurants and chefs and stuff like that in here mm-hmm. so i already built that 
trust and relationship. They know I came from a culinary background. So yeah. that's sort of another ups for me. Mm-hmm. And then as well, yeah, doing the photos and giving them good, good quality. Yeah. You know? And then and one's like, and I'm really hard on myself. If I don't like the picture or the video, I just like, just take it. Yeah. <laughs> don't have to pay me because this is garbage. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, 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 but that's how I feel. I'm like, just take it to me. Mm-hmm. Is, but in their eyes, they're like, wow, this is great. And I'm like, no, whatever, yeah. just take it. Well, but I think it, that's part of being an artist. You're never happy with what you do. Mm-hmm. But I you can, still put it out there. I do. Because yeah. sometimes you just need content, right? And that's the, that's the game thing is you just got to think about it. Is it that bad or is it okay to still post? So, mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm mostly like the okay. Yeah. Just like sure. there's one, like there's this picture I did for fried chicken. Fast. It's those two cones. Have you guys seen those? I hated yeah. that picture. Did you? I asked them, can I redo it? Yeah. And they're like, no, we like it. I was like, oh, shit. Okay, whatever. Yeah. And then it, it was on everywhere. Mm-hmm. It CBC, was. CBC, Winnipeg Free Press used it. So you just never know, right? You never know what other people would like. Yeah. And you might not like it. Yeah. I feel like that's a, well, as an artist, kind of like the struggle is like, you it never is. really are satisfied. And that's kind of the nice thing about it too, is you're always looking to get better. But you also should probably just put it out there. I And that's what I learned. I, I do yeah. do that. I post it like, even now when I don't have time to put content out, I look mm. at my other pictures in the past and I just throw it out there. Yeah. It's better than nothing. And I look at all these big YouTubers and um, Instagram famous people. If you check their history, they started with like bad, <laughs> bad stuff, right? Yeah. The beginner stuff, the mm-hmm. terrible lighting, the shaking cameras, but now look at them, they're up there. Yeah. So it's, I think it's pretty much content is king. Yeah. All right, and value is what mm-hmm. you're giving out to your audience. It doesn't matter about the image or the quality of equipment you use, as long as you push out good content and and customers are learning something from you or wanting to learn from you or if you're interested enough for them, yeah. they'll follow you regardless. Mm-hmm. Right, and then if your pictures and your videos start improving, that's a bonus. Yeah. Right? For sure. And again, the more you put out, the more you do. I guess the better you're naturally just gonna get. Right. Yeah. And exactly. So. Mm-hmm. I think that's how it works. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure it is, but yeah. I'm not a, like a professional mm-hmm. person to say that. Or Yeah. To start out, was there something or somebody that you kind of looked up to? You, you talk about all these YouTubers, these food, uh, photographers, these photographers that it's sort of an inspiration or kind of like, oh, look at these people kind of working their way out. Like, was there anybody in particular that you sort of drew that kind of... Um not really there there's a lot of foodies out there but you use that as a a guide but Mm -hmm. there's not something where i'm like i want to be that person i have my own style and where i need to be but i use a guideline of like 20 Mm -hmm. other foodies or youtubers out there right Mm -hmm. to make your own because that's the only way you're going to stand out is if you if you know your own style your own niche and own content right yeah for sure because if you're doing the same thing as everyone else what what makes you different than the person who has three hundred thousand followers right yeah (laughs) very true um you talk about foodies and food bloggers and photographers can you give an insight on the difference but like i always you know like kind of what's the difference between like a foodie food blogger versus like a food photographer nowadays there's no difference before there was because a food blogger is someone that you would go on the web for right Mm -hmm. you go on there specifically for but now since it's everywhere like you can follow them on instagram or facebook it depends on what platform you use on twitter but it depends on what 
platform you use to follow them mm -hmm. they're everywhere so it's changed now to like food bloggers are turning into food influencers yeah it's just depending on where you want to go like i use that because i use my insta for short stories and short mm -hmm. images right but if they want the actual full content of the reading and the writing and the recipe they will click onto my blog yeah because you're only limit so much on those platforms mm -hmm. right so so where does so it sounds like then food bloggers kind of have that additional like copyright um kind of writing the content yeah um, where does the food photographer kind of fall into that place or is that also as for me yeah like oh, what well. do you think like where does that kind of line get drawn it's like this is a food photographer this is a food blogger like is there a difference for there's, you there's no? to me there's not yeah there's not a food blogger itself is just for my own page mm -hmm. but as a food photographer it's a service that i can provide Mm -hmm. to companies or restaurants or any like learning right where a food blogger is just where it's like a home base it's where yeah. the foundation started so if you want my recipes and pictures it just goes to others almost like an index right yeah. so but then they'll have titles of you know my portfolio my travels like recommendations after mm -hmm. so i hopefully that makes sense no yeah yeah, 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 okay. yeah i think that makes sense yeah um no like it's 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 interesting because it's like it's like a website yeah. Like, you know, when you have a portfolio and you see it on Instagram, they, they bring you back to a website where you're going to have more information of your pricings or, mm -hmm. or scheduling or yeah. how to contact you to get an appointment. That's where I'm talking about the foundation. Your home base is going to be right. like your office. Right. Yeah. So it's a place to bring back to. And 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 not only that, within the Instagram platform, if there's a picture they see there, they click on that. They go back to your food blog or your website. They might be interested in something else that's on that mm -hmm. page. Right, so yeah. let's say, oh, she does do food photography. Hey, let's contact her or yeah. food video videography or whatever like that. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah, like so. Then how would you? And this is something I'm trying to figure out because I'm not a food photographer. <laughs> back there, um, to kind of, I don't know, because I always look. It's like you're a food photographer. Like, how do you? What kind of content would like? Would you be able to define that kind of like? Yeah, you can yeah. just like how if you're a pro portrait photographer, a yeah. wedding photographer, you have that mm -hmm. eye for that that yeah. kind of um, style, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So yeah, you definitely can. Do, I I'd label that as because that's what I specialize in. I'm not gonna do pets. I'm not gonna do. Yeah. There are overall photographers who can do it all. Yeah. Good for them. Mm -hmm. But I want to be focused on one certain thing, which is my passion is food. Yes. So I stick with food. I I have done. I have people ask doing weddings and. Um, again, portraits and, mm -hmm. you know, but I'm not really into that because that's not where I want to go. Cause yeah. again, food, the reason why I like food, they don't talk back to me. Mm -hmm. They don't tell you how it's done. Yes. Where if I've done a portrait, they're like, can you make my nose smaller? Can you make my hips like, you know, Photoshop everything to make me look like Kim Kardashian. Yeah. But, okay. <laughs> Do you know, there, there's yeah. that line where again, it goes back to like, I don't want my passion to be killed <laughs> for, sure. for, for that kind of mood right so yeah. the same thing is when i didn't want to work in the restaurant industry right because i love food and i love cooking with the passion i don't want to be worked to the ground where i'm like i don't like this no more mm -hmm. so yeah it, it depends on what you want mm -hmm. no, so, absolutely but yeah i definitely think food photography is, is a category yeah. if that's what you're trying to say mm -hmm. yeah um when it comes to dealing with clientele um, so small businesses, you mentioned this earlier when we were talking mom about and pops and, mom yeah. and pops and that sort of nature. I find that they don't really see the, sometimes they don't see the value in. They don't see the Yeah. Value. Talk to me about There's kind someone. of navigating through that as, yeah. They don't see the value at all. Yeah. Like how did you kind of, I guess, <coughs> through your work? Um, well, any kind of 
any kind of restaurants you go in there and you want to work with, go there first, try it out, feel the atmosphere, try to meet with the manager, feel them out, check their body, check and ask them what they want. Like, are you, simple questions. Are you planning, like, where, where do you see your business? Do you know anything about social media? Mm-hmm. Questions like that. If they say no, oh, okay, is it something you're interested in learning? Like, do you know that the benefits of um, using social media? And they're like, no, we don't care. Then you move along. Yeah. But they're like, yeah, you know, I'm interested, but I don't have time. And mm-hmm. that's when you're like, you know, hey, what if we did this? Like, you yeah. just start building a relationship and the benefits and mm-hmm. things like that. So yeah. that, that, that's a big start is building that relationship. It's old school. You have to go down there, meet up them face-to-face, and people love that still. Yeah. They yeah. love that. They love to see who you are. They don't want to see if you're just calling them. They won't call you. They won't talk to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Email. They don't talk. Like you know, they don't have time for that. But if you're there eating their meal, and most of you are doing this kind of stuff for freelance or business, you know, when you buy that meal, that's an expense you can write off. So that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, this is so. The reason I'm doing the podcast is to kind of add more context to this is for other people that are interested in going in that direction, freelancing, focusing mm-hmm. more on their. Um, brand um, going to do food photography or even just like anything creative in general um, there's always hurdles yeah that I feel where you're at now people are going to encounter on their way was there, there anything are. was there anything specific that you were like this is the like really hard like the hardest part or something that you could kind of bring a story to so to show people like I had to go through this but this is kind of how I navigated it and, yeah. yeah, and it's funny because that's that's how every life is. Yeah, <laughs> right. Anything you want to do in life, there's going to be hurdles, challenges, and stuff like that. But it goes back to how badly do you want it, mm-hmm. right? If you want it that bad, you're going to find a way to make it work. Yeah, that's the only way. There's mm-hmm. no cutting corners. There's no like piggybacking on someone. You know, it's yeah. you got to find a way. Because if you see every successful person there they're not going to give you all the answers for free because they didn't get it, right? Yeah. But if you're willing to pay, like I'm saying, a mentor, mm-hmm. you'll get help. Yeah. But they still won't t- tell you what mm-hmm. they know. Yeah. They'll teach you, right? Yeah. Certain skills, but they won't te- tell you what they know, mm-hmm. which is their secrets, Yeah, which is fine. Yeah, That's the that's the game in anything. Same with the culinary industry. Like, when I'm, like chefs, they teach us our instruction but they won't tell us their secret sauce or anything like that they'll take it with them until they die i guess i don't know <laughs> yeah that's, that's so interesting i don't what are your thoughts like is this just kind of the way um, people operate and uh i don't think that's you know what it's it's we're all human yeah. and we all been there where their struggle is right and we know how that feels mm-hmm. so i'm more like i would help people for sure but i have been you know tossed around as well that's the thing that's yeah. one thing i've um learned is being too open and being too um nice <laughs> right that yeah. people learn and then they'll just go and cut my grass kind of so yeah. i'm not really into uh i've learned the hard way mm-hmm. who to trust and who not to trust yeah. and that's in the game of anything mm-hmm. right so i think if you're really passionate for all this and you want to do this as a career or as anything as an influencer you got to go 110 percent 110% and you're willing to work long hours and again like I said I, I'm a mother I'm mm. a husband I'm a dog lover yeah. and I still have to do tastings and yeah. get out there and sometimes it's hard but you, you gotta keep going if you really want it at the end because people believe like you know being an influencer or a food blogger they're like oh you can never make money of this that's a lie that's it's a completely different shit. game now it's people are looking at because first of all 
um, branding company, it's a lot cheaper than paying the big, big, big billboards or newspapers or commercials now. Yeah. And using influencers, they they have a big, they see a big turnaround. Mm-hmm. So, but it works. You just have to work hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, work always seems to be the. Um, as aside from all these things, we have a dog, you have kids. Is there anything that recently you've just been so obsessed with that's not your work? <laughs> that's not true. It's so hard <laughs> to say. Um, I have, you know what? One thing I lack is I haven't been cooking for a long time, which I really want. But yeah, I've been obsessing about vlogging. Yeah, that's 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 my new chapter. Mm-hmm. Is being a are you the bathroom? No, okay. no. Okay. You're good, you're good, you're good. I'm just making sure it's still... Okay. Um, is is vlogging. Yeah. Right? And it's just not any kind of vlogging like where you just pick up and start talking stuff. It's more like finding the value mm-hmm. and finding something, reading your analytics, knowing your audience, what they want to see. Yeah. Right? And then just trying to mold it to that content. That's mm-hmm. that's one thing I'm really actually right now researching. For sure. Yeah. Finding... Because I'm going to be going to Florida in a couple of weeks, so... Oh, no way. Yeah, I'm going to Florida. Going to meet meet with other foodie uh, influencers out there. Workshops, networking out there, bringing the trend in the, the states, and hopefully in China or Asia, and then bringing it back into Winnipeg because mm-hmm. we are like ten years behind. So I'm trying to bring that kind of trendy stuff back here. Yeah. So that's that's awesome. That's exciting. Yeah, no, that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, talk to us about this vlog. Like, what are your what are your vision? What's your vision for this? Um, you know, Belay's <laughs> vlogs or whatever you want to call it now. It's almost like a diary, actually. It's more like the struggles of how to get there as a foodie, blogger, influencer, food photographer. Yeah. Um, I want to show more of not the glitz and glams. It's actually how to start. Mm-hmm. How showing me calling a restaurant and pitching a sale. Yeah. And seeing if I'm going to get it mm-hmm. or not. And then actually talking to somebody um, in the process. So it's going to be like just the process steps of how to become a food blogger or a food uh, photographer, yeah. food influencer, you know, the whole foodie thing. Mm-hmm. And really just focus on your On that, your on my, yeah. my, my process, how it works to me and how I, how I deal with it. Because a lot of foodies that I deal with are really, really scared of rejection. Yes. And that's one thing I'm not scared of. Mm-hmm. Okay, so whenever I'm with the, my foodie collective or any of them, they're always asking me, like, how do you handle it? I'm like, the worst thing they can say is no. Yeah. Or how do you do it? I ask. Right, and yeah. a lot of people don't ask because they're scared of rejection. Yeah. But if you don't know, if you don't ask, you never know, right? Mm-hmm. So that's a huge thing. Yeah. And I'm always asking about everything. Yeah. Everything. Everything. Yeah. yeah. Like when I'm at a restaurant, I'll ask about the sauce, about you know how many staff you have, turnover. Like I just ask a lot of questions. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't know. I love it. I yeah. love that kind of stuff. So. That's awesome. I'm a curious cat. I like it. <laughs> I like that. Um. So then you say getting over or the fear of rejection like how i don't know whether you kind of had to fight through that or you've always just not really cared about getting shut down because i feel like you're right is that a lot of times there's a that's a lot of holdbacks for a lot of people that or self insecurity Mm -hmm. right we all have insecurity i have insecurity but it's going through that i've put into my mindset now is i don't give a (laughs) yes right because that's what held me back for many years actually Mm -hmm. is i've always hid behind my food and no one knew who I was and then after that it's like well that's what people want to know because when I post pictures of myself I get more reactions towards that way and mostly about like eating and all stuff like people you know have their opinions right yeah but 
that's the game of this world. If you want to be on social media, if you want to be an influencer, if you want to promote yourself, you have to deal with the bad at the mm-hmm. good, right? So that's, that's how the life works. So mm-hmm. if you can do that, even with rejections, you overcome that already, right? Yeah, you sure. overcome that. Yeah. So you've already been rejected. And the first one's going to be hard. When you get rejected, no. If you can deal with that, the next hundred won't matter, right? Absolutely. You just keep going. Because yeah. they say, like, let's say you post 10. Out of the 10, one will probably say yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, no, totally. Um, and that's the thing, too, is what I've noticed. Like, so I'm starting, we've started blogging, too. Um, just kind of like a weekly sort of thing. Of yeah. Like how we do this whole thing. And maybe we'll be collaborating at some point. That'll be pretty fun. Yeah, um, for sure. And yeah, it's like the first one is always the hardest, I find. And as you kind of get into the swing of things, the next whatever does get a bit easier and And then you always it's like race anything you do like any like any business you do Mm -hmm. if you fail in one business you find one that works right yeah and if you still want to stick with that business you find an area that works so if someone says no this time you read you read what you pitch you and there or you ask them can i ask why could be the budget could be like we're not interested at this time okay if you're not interested can you think about us in the future like just Mm -hmm. things like that and you got to build relationships. Like building relationship is key. Yeah. It's key mm-hmm. to any kind of trust, right? Yeah. Like if you want people to open doors for you, you got to make sure you smile. You got to make sure you shake their hand, right? Mm-hmm. So that's how you present yourself as a person. Yeah. And professionalism is huge. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mostly if you want to work with brands. Right. Yeah. We're good. We're still rolling. Um, you talked about budget. Um, with things like small businesses and people that are in Winnipeg and I find it's very much, you know, they don't really see the value yet in the things that we do. If they don't see the value and how do you kind of, yeah, they're not your clientele. That's what everybody seems to say at at the end of the day. It's like, they don't see the value, then they can, you know, go find someone that they think would make sense. And everyone knows you, what you pay is what you get right like mm-hmm. we live in Winnipeg you yeah. know and when they get screwed over they're like shit they accept that mistake right they're like damn it you pay for what you get right yeah. what are they gonna what are they gonna do you paid 50 bucks for this shoot mm-hmm. you're gonna get 50 dollars worth of the shoot right yeah like it's just no that makes sense it's just a gimme and the huge thing is if you do work okay so here's so here's a little tip so if you're doing free meals, you're starting off and you built a really good relationship with the restaurant. Yeah. The only thing you should ask back for them is give me a good testimonial. Because those are huge. Mm-hmm. And when they if they can't afford you or, you know, they give you free food, at least give, tell them to give you a testimonial. Because yeah. that will help. That will, that will give you credibility mm-hmm. on your pages. Right. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah. Like, even just that sort of, like, hey, this person did this for me and it was mm-hmm. really... You know, like just what like, you like and stuff. Yeah. yeah, just say, hey, I can do this for you, but can you give me a free, te- like a testimonial? Take it, take the time. How I took the time to come down, take pictures for you. Can you take a time to write a really nice review about me? Yeah, easy. Mm-hmm. It's a very good point. Yeah, no, I like that. That's a that's a very good tip. Um, for somebody that wants to go to where you're going as a food blogger, food photographer, food influencer. Mm-hmm. They're, they're starting out. What's like, would you be able to give somebody like, hey, this is one thing that I would tell you that you should. Yes. Yeah. One thing is finding what your niche is. Yeah. <laughs> your identity. Mm-hmm. Who, who you want to represent yourself, right? Because mm-hmm. that's the last thing that somebody wants to see is somebody who has like 
five different things going on in their account and they can't read who you are. Yeah. That's how I, that's, that's a big thing is knowing your niche, mm-hmm. knowing what you want to represent yourself, right? Yeah. Like if you want to be a food blogger, okay, cool. Post food, post it yourself, but then don't start posting food. You're like, don't start posting that you're at, you're, now you're doing makeup. Yeah. <laughs> it just confuses everybody, right? Because mm-hmm. then you're like, well, I might as well follow someone who does makeup. Like yeah. I follow you for a reason. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, that's a huge thing. Yeah. You got to know your audience what you want to be, who you want to be, and showcase that. Yeah, and that's something that they have to decide for themselves, preferably as early as possible. Yeah, Yeah. exactly, because Mm -hmm. you start off with your niche, who you are, and then eventually when you grow grow bigger, there are going to be people there. Like when I used to have false eyelashes or a lash extension, I had people ask, hey, where did you get your lashes from? Yeah. So those things that I would showcase are on my highlight stories. So ah. they can, you know, like beauty tips or something like that, but it's not going to be on my feet because my yeah. feet is mostly about my journey and food. Yeah. So, but on my highlights, I can do things like that just mm-hmm. as recommendations. Yeah. Showing a little bit of personality outside of what you're focused yeah, on. Yeah. Like, should hey, be like you know, the 90%. Because mm-hmm, like, some people are like that. Some people like your hair. Some people, you know what I mean? But it's not going to be 80% on my feet or yeah. 20%, right? Like I, sure. have, I have that on my highlights. So. Mm-hmm. Awesome. No, that's, yeah. that's really good. And hopefully it you know, gets people inspired to actually take that step forward because everybody's got their own passions and now would be the best time to try and make it actually a career, right? Yes, yeah. for sure. Um, I want to ask, so what's, we talked lightly about your vlog, like, so what's next for you, like, um, as a, your journey in... Oh, there's a lot of things yeah. next for what's, me. What's on your, um, what's on your plate or roadmap? Well, there's a business coming up. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be within the influence game. Yeah. So there's going to be, but it's going to be not just for food. It's going to be about influence beauty and we're going to get all that together. It's going to be a community base yeah. and we're all going to work together and we're going to work with brands. So mm-hmm. I'm just getting into um, networking with the bigger companies yeah. so we can bring it down for influencer here in Manitoba. Mm-hmm. So there's lots of them here and there's a lot of people who want to be part of it, but they don't know where to start, right? So this is where I'm going to be the circle of it. Interesting. <laughs> the yeah. core, yeah. Yeah, no. I'm not going to say much, but it is going to be for digital creators. Nice. That's what they're called. That's what oh, we're going to call it. It's yeah. called digital, digital, digital creators. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be here for Winnipeg, Manitoba. Just sure. kind of focusing on local sort of thing? or um, Right now it's going to be local because I'm from here. Yeah. So I want to help our small, you know, not Toronto, not Vancouver, our hub here, because mm-hmm. I believe we're as good as the other ones, yeah. other big cities, right? Mm-hmm. And that's where instead of everybody here is more individu- individuality, yeah. like they like working on themselves, they don't want, but if I can bring into something where you become a member and you actually work with brands and, and a community base, it's going to benefit all influencers here. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. Like, Again, this whole thing is building a community, and I is, really yeah. appreciate like anybody that's trying to build something that you know is more inclusive than um, exclusive of talent, right? Yeah, well, and that's the thing. Like everyone here, everyone thinks they're a digital marketer. Yeah, <laughs> everyone thinks they're a social media guru, right? Mm-hmm. They think they're, and that's one thing that's really um, something went off. <gasps> oh, it's okay. Always happens. Is it a timer? Yeah, it was. Oh, just, okay, yeah, and and that's one thing that happens in this industry too. Is like the credibility right it's mm-hmm. um once you tarnish that mostly in the mom and pops 
business, they won't hire another one again, right? Yeah. They're like, oh, I already got screwed over. This person doesn't know what they're doing, and then they don't want to deal with it anymore. Yeah. So that's one of the big issues there. But my focus is more is actually helping influencers in the city soon. That's awesome. I didn't know this was see, this is why like you know you find these things by accident. Well it's not like, there yet, but it's it gonna is. it's gonna be there soon. We're getting an office and we're gonna get a team and stuff and Awesome. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope to see more of it and maybe you know, we'll we'll be running into you guys a bunch and <laughs> yeah, be really cool. It'll be it'll be good. So it's gonna be showcasing a lot of Winnipegs and how to work with them, how to approach them, mm-hmm. teaching a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. Um, anything that you want to plug in where can we find your work um, just kind of give us a, another re um, sure yeah. you can definitely find me on Instagram Facebook Twitter um, Pinterest my website of course and it's called everything's the same it's valetfortunecookie.com mm-hmm. so awesome. that's where you can find me yeah anything else you'd want to leave with uh, the viewers as like a peace out or peace out yeah <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm just saying if you, like, um, there's no mountain high. If you if you want to get up there, you just go work for it. And, and as soon as you reach to the top, you'll still find another mountain to climb. <laughs> there's, there's, there's more. There is no cap. There's no cap at all. I love that. Awesome. No, uh, thanks for coming on, Vile. And this is really fun and, you know, very insightful because we don't get a lot of food photographers coming in through here or food bloggers yet. So, oh, really? Um, at least I haven't found reached out to anybody yet, so... Um, this is cool. Um, thanks for jumping on to the podcast. I really appreciate it. And uh, Well, thank you for having me. This was yeah, great. We'll definitely uh, keep in touch. Yes. Awesome.